Morning Show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. And coming up a little later in the hour, our friend Steve Frisbee, who works for Life Care Ambulance, will be along. Uh, a big shortage in EMT workers. How are they going to recruit? How are they going to get them? Well, there's some uh, effort to throw some money at it from the state. We'll talk about that and what the state is of EMTs here in our area. Radio Free Hillsdale Hour is coming up a little later uh, Saturday morning. And we'll but get an update from Scott Bertram, the host and producer of Radio Free Hillsdale Hour, a little later in this hour. Well, there's a new report out that doesn't surprise a lot of people. The FBI says that armed citizens killed more criminals than police in 2020. I'm going to talk about that trend and what's uh, behind it right now as we meet Cam Edwards of the Second Amendment Foundation. He is the editor of the BearingArms.com and host of the Cam and Company podcast which focuses on Second Amendment news and information. Originally from Oklahoma City, he's uh, settled now in Farmville, Virginia, where we find him. And Cam Edwards, welcome to our show. Nice to talk to you. Thank you so much, sir. Good good morning to you. Were, were you in Oklahoma City when the Murrah building was bombed? Uh, I was not, actually. I, was, um, I had taken a couple of years and was uh, just starting my career in television, so I was not... Uh, I worked in Oklahoma City. I was working about three hours away, but um, very quickly uh, returned to the city, actually um, helped cover that in the aftermath as, as I was just starting out um, uh, in my uh, career. And, and I'm you know, obviously very familiar with that uh, bombing in the aftermath. I covered a lot of the grand jury trials and uh, grand jury investigations as a reporter as well. Yeah, yeah that was certainly a terrible tragedy. And uh, yeah, I guess had ramifications, too. Uh, it only takes a couple of people to act up and uh, give the rest of us who are trying to stand up for our rights a bad name. Well, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, those twisted individuals who would uh, take innocent human life in the uh, name of liberty and freedom aren't acting for, for those of us who truly are standing up uh, to defend our rights. And, you know, thankfully we do live in a country where, uh, we can use our First Amendment rights to uh, to defend the rest, and I think we've got uh, tens of millions of gun owners around the country right now who who are speaking up, who are active and engaged uh, because they see the threats to their right to keep and bear arms. Well, and they see uh, threats everywhere, not just to their rights, but to their lives and their property. Uh, I was talking with our Calhoun County Clerk Register, Kimberly Hinckley, a little while ago. They had a record number of concealed weapons permits, uh, concealed pistol permits, CPLs as we call them, uh, in mm -hmm. the past year, year and a half, two years, uh, and it seems to be getting more and more popular for citizens to, to own a gun, and it's becoming darn right impossible to even find ammunition these days because so many people are. But uh, I guess this new FBI report bears out this trend that, that we have realized that more and more people are taking the personal responsibility to ensure their own protection. I, I think that's right. Um, you know, what we've seen is that according to the FBI's Uniform Crime Report, there were more um, criminals who were killed by armed citizens uh, in 2020 than by police. Um, there were uh, 400, or excuse me, 343 uh, the justified homicides 
compared to 298 uh, officer-involved shootings. Uh, now, obviously, there are many more armed citizens. There are armed police officers around the country. But uh, you're right. This does show that I think Americans are taking their safety and security seriously. You know, you talk about the growing number of concealed carry licenses there in uh, Calhoun County. We're seeing that really replicated across the nation. Uh, and in addition, we're also seeing a number of states that have removed that requirement to to get a government permission slip before you can carry. There were five states this year that became constitutional carry states. So if you can legally own that gun, you can legally carry that firearm. So, you know, we have well over 20 million Americans uh, who on a regular basis are lawfully carrying in self-defense and, frankly, to defend others if need be. And it's just like the Wild West uh, with people killing each other left and right. Uh, well, not really. Um, that's the argument they always made, but we've never seen anything like that. No, no, we haven't. Now, we, we did see this year the FBI Uniform Crime Report noted that this was the 2020, the biggest one-year spike in homicides that's been recorded. Um, but that's not because of legal gun owners. You know, over the past 25 years, our violent crime rate has been cut in half. Our homicide rate has been cut in half in this country. At the same time, we've seen millions of Americans embrace their Second Amendment rights, the growth of things like right to carry. What happened last year uh, that resulted in this, you know, inordinate spike in homicides and shootings was, frankly, the civil unrest, the riots in a lot of American cities, the pullback by police, either ordered uh, from their, uh, uh, their, 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 you know, elected leaders, uh, or the decision made by departments to, listen, we're not going to run the risk of getting ourselves fired because we go out there and do our job. So, yeah, we're going to take more of a hands-off approach. Uh, I think that ultimately is what led to the spike in violent crime. There are ways to address it that don't involve restricting our right to keep and bear arms. But, unfortunately, you know, we've got a lot of politicians out there who, who seem to think that the only way to uh, uh, make this country a safer place is to buy restrict uh, the, the rights of American citizens. Yeah, and uh, the facts just do not bear that out. I mean, yeah, for instance, let's look at Chicago. I mean, those homicide rates uh, across the country uh, would be, <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about that if it were not for the fact that people in Chicago are killing each other left and right. And I'm not talking about law-abiding citizens there. But I won't even go there to visit anymore as much as I'd like to make the 120-mile trip down the road. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's the one place where I can't carry uh, a weapon for my protection. Uh, um, although Illinois did uh, relax things, I no longer, I can now stop to pee if I'm driving through their state. <laughs> uh, it, I don't have to uh, worry that I might have uh, an illegal weapon in my car, uh, at least in that state. But, I mean, that's a big problem, too, Cam. You can't go, you don't yeah. know from one state to the other what your rights are. The Second Amendment is really the only right that I'm aware of that, that basically stops at your state line, right? Uh, you don't lose your First Amendment rights when you drive from Michigan into Illinois. But your Second Amendment rights disappear, uh, and, and they are not recognized. That is a huge issue, and it's one that I'm hoping we're going to get some a little bit of resolution from the Supreme Court. They are considering a, a case dealing with the right to carry out of New York. They're going to be hearing oral arguments uh, in November, and I think that case has the potential to... Hopefully, it's not going to fix everything, but but hopefully uh, we'll start to restore some balance here. And frankly, uh, we'll we'll force you know some of these states to to treat the Second Amendment uh, to quit treating the Second Amendment like as a second class right. You know, think about twenty five years ago. 
You know, there there would have been like no hope that we would ever sway the far left to accepting the idea of uh, of standing up for the Second Amendment. And now here we are, twenty five years later, and it's only because the facts don't support their argument uh, that they've had for years and years and years. The the facts are kind of hard to dispute, and uh, even a lot of far left wing liberals that I know, and I don't know that many. Uh, they, 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 they carry and they won't talk about it. Uh, they won't admit it, but, uh, the, the, but they are, uh, looking at the facts and, and they're protecting themselves. Absolutely. And I've always said, you know, it, it's not a right of the right. It's a right of the people. Uh, and, and frankly, I'm glad to see people who I disagree with politically embrace their segment rights, because I think that's when our our rights are really going to be secure when it's not just seen as a conservative versus liberal issue or left versus right issue. Um, you know, and, and so I've actually, I, I've been gratified to see some folks on the left uh, embrace their rights over the past couple of years. They, the arguments, you know, on their side aren't quite the same as the arguments on, on ours. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, if, if we've got folks across the political spectrum who are willing to stand up for the Second Amendment, I think we're going to be in a better position. I think we're not, our rights are going to be more secure. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that. We are uh, talking about a recent FBI report that armed citizens killed more criminals than police in 2020. Cam Edwards is with the Second Amendment Foundation, and we will discuss some more in just a moment. They up in uh, England last year, too. Their murder rate uh, increased. You know, banning something doesn't make it go away. And we know that. But gun control advocates seem to believe that if they just simply say, you can't own this, then 400 million privately owned firearms in this country are simply going to disappear. Uh, that's not going to happen because you've got a lot of American gun owners who aren't going to give them up, uh, no matter what Beto O'Rourke might say or uh, Shannon Watts or anybody else. Uh, and, and so, you know, there is a better way. I mean, there's a way to go after uh, the violent criminals without impacting legal law-abiding gun owners. It's just that, frankly, and unfortunately, too many Democrats right now don't have any desire to do that. They they don't view this as a public safety issue. They view this as a gun control issue, and they want to control our guns. Is this movement to defund the police, is it losing steam, or are, are gun owner rights groups still very concerned? I think it's losing steam. Um, you know, you've seen people like Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, I talk about the need to bolster police budgets in Portland, Oregon. Mayor Ted Wheeler last year was talking about, uh, you know, ending the Portland Police Bureau's gun violence prevention team. Now he's bringing it back. So I, I think politically the defund the police movement is a dead end. Uh, we'll see what happens. Like Minneapolis is going to have a, a vote apparently this year on whether or not to reimagine their police department. Uh, I'll be keeping a close eye on that vote. But I, I think for the most part, it's really just the far left that is still – uh, you know, egging on this idea of replacing police with, uh, uh, you know, mental health workers and, uh, and, you know, reimagining a, a, uh, a society where we don't have prisons or jails and that'll get rid of the violent criminals if we just don't, you know, if we don't have any of that stuff. I like that uh, reimagine term. You know, I'm I'm thinking just I can picture a bunch of criminal criminals sitting around. Just imagine if all the police were imaginary. 
what we could do in this town. You know, you watch these old westerns, mm-hmm. you know, you know the lawless towns, you know, people, you know, criminals having running roughshod, and it's always the same. There's no law in this town. The sheriff left it two months ago. You know, <laughs> and, and so when, right. there's, when there's no police, criminals are going to have a field day. Yes, absolutely. And and again, that's when the importance of the armed citizen, I think, really comes into play. Because as a lot of these cities, you know, if, if we do see a resurgence in uh, defund the police rhetoric or or worse, they actually do start, uh, you know, defunding these uh, departments. Uh, you know, a, a, as it is already, we are our best first line of defense. The police are ordinarily, you call 911, they're not even able to get to your house in time to stop somebody breaking into your home. They'll get there after the fact. Um, but I think that, you know, the defund the police movement has made it even more readily obvious to a lot of Americans that they really are uh, their own personal protection and they need to take their personal safety seriously. To uh, get some more information about the uh, Second Amendment Foundation, where can we go? That's easy. All you have to do is go to saf.org. I would also encourage folks to uh, check out the sister organization, the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Uh, And uh, if you want more Second Amendment news and information on a daily basis, you can check out my website. I'm the editor at bearingarms.com. And uh, we've got you updated on all your Second Amendment news and information from across the nation each and every day. All right. Cam Edwards, thanks for being with us today.